Hello and welcome back to Newbie, the world's f- uh, only USDA <laughs> choice Ruby podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nora. I'm joined by Curly. Hello, I'm Curly. Curly's joined by Autumn. <laughs> was I was like was I meant to say Autumn? No. <laughs> I knew I could just get on to say it because they're here with me and I could just look at them. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure, but I said it just because I wanted to break the silence. There you go. It sounds like Nora's plan paid, <laughs> plan paid off. Yeah. We've had a wonderful 101 episodes of Ruby under the belt now. <laughs> well, was, episode, was episode 8 episode 100? Yeah. It was pretty good. It, was, it didn't feel like an episode 100, really. Yeah, I know. Uh, I had to rewatch episode eight because I'd watched it um, when it aired, more or less, and then we just had a couple delays in the podcast, and so I was like, I don't remember what happened in episode eight. And I'm glad I rewatched it because it doesn't come up at all in episode nine. Well, that's Good because episode, though, I think. it's a different different party. Yeah, I really liked episode eight, and I, I liked episode nine quite a bit too. Yeah, Shall, I, think uh, are, I think these are two really good episodes. I, w- w- what happened, by the way? Because we were expecting there to be three, but there are two. They must have just taken a week off, because it says February 6th, February 13th, and then the next one is supposed to be February 27th. So, I don't know. Alright. Maybe just ongoing... Um... <laughs> They <laughs> went to twitter.com slash Ruby and it's a locked account. <laughs> Is it Ruby official? They couldn't get at Ruby? It's yeah, there Ruby we go. official. Uh, <sighs> wait, hold on. That's not it either. This also, this has not updated since 2013. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? What is the Ruby? <laughs> is this a scoop? Like <laughs> official Ruby, official, official Ruby, Ruby, not Ruby official. Uh, is there anything here about? Oh, they're just the Ruby. Uh, the Ruby official Twitter account just retweets good fan art, and I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should. Uh, um, oh, it's because of the fucking winter shit. Oh, because they're from Texas. Oh, Remember? and they didn't have power all week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot that they're in Texas. Um, that makes also, sense. They also posted a gif of Nora and Ren kissing on Valentine's Day. Cowards. <laughs> I can send them a lot of good source filmmaker art of uh, Blake and Yang <laughs> kissing. You have good source <laughs> <laughs> Um... Also, they I didn't realize they'd done a whole season of their Ruby actual play. I might go watch that sometime. I just noticed that the um, Patreon show, Patreon review show of the sorry of the Ruby actual play. We should we should do that actually. It's, actual plays are so long. They are. Yeah, it's it's going to be multiple hours an episode. Um, I just like noticed that the podcast. the uh, Ruby official or official Ruby. Distinction there. Official Ruby's Twitter bio is Ruby Weiss, Blake, and Yang are kicking Grim butt and taking names. Uh, Grim don't have names. No names to take. Yeah, well, they, do. they do. Actually, also, yeah, they totally do. When I was looking for who the, like, I was looking for the Ruby fandom wiki page of the, the Grim who could speak. Uh, 
to see if I was well mm-hmm. to, to see about what happens in this episode. And they, yeah. they all have names. They all have their own yeah, names. Beowulf. Well, yeah, but it's like Beowulf is like a class. It's a name. Yeah, but you, a name <laughs> is a name. Classes do have names. Yeah, but like if you met two Charmanders. You wouldn't say they're both named Charmander. Yeah. I mean, you That's what might. it's called. <laughs> I didn't change my Pokemon names ever when I played Pokemon. Yeah, but it wouldn't be named Charmander. It says go Charmander and Charmander comes out. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. That's a name. It's in all caps. Episode Episode 100. Mm-hmm. The Schnee Manor faces a power outage. As Ruby's team activates the internal generators, they are attacked by the Hound. Much like uh, Ted Cruz was hounding the state of Texas during their uh, power outages. Cancun. Extremely topical. As Ruby Wise and Blake fend it off, a hacked Penny awakens and tries to leave for the vault. Ruby's silver eyes reveal that the Hound was previously a silver eyed Faunus. And he died after Whitley and Willow crush it with a statue. I didn't realize he was silver. I, yeah, I didn't, yeah, catch, I didn't that. catch that. I, I was so convinced this guy was Adam. And Me too! too. <laughs> That's why I went to look for him online, because I figured <laughs> I would have found that. But but no, it's just some guy. Ruby was also like, oh, it's just some guy. Meanwhile, Cinder blows up the Atlas prison to free Watts, knocking Crow, Ro- Robin, Robin, and Jacques <laughs> out in the process. But also, I'm pretty sure Raven was there. I just realized Adam could have been silver-eyed the whole time and we wouldn't know. No, he takes off his... Oh, does he? Yeah. He has the Schnee Dust Company brand on his face. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do remember now. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I 100% thought that guy was Adam, and he's not. Hit, click core. Core? Yeah, oh, yeah. core. Yeah. Oh, uh, he is mu- silver-eyed, huh? Much he's like silver-eyed. how at any time... You know, any character could turn out to have been Neo the whole time. Any <laughs> Grim could turn out to have been a character. Not any Grim, but, you know, any strange Grim could turn out to have had a plot relevant character in it the whole time. <laughs> we saw some Neo in the, in the other episode. We did. I'm, I'm very really excited. Neo that. ass was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. A rare treat. <laughs> But first, let's talk about Dark, which is the Schnee Manor episode. It's got kind of a horror vibe. Both of these episodes yeah, have yeah. kind of a horror vibe, but this one especially, I think, and it's it works really well, actually. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I I was kind of mad when I watched this episode because I'm like, damn, they made Ruby really fucking good. <laughs> they just, it's just a really good show right now. I'm just happy with the show. And, uh, you, got, they, and you got mad about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, a hater. Seems, I think this is some. Normal. I think this is something I've realized about myself is that I'm just a hater, and I want to like. I maybe want to like turn things around in my hating ways, but until then, um, I was mad that Ruby was good this week. Um, okay, okay. I was told that I'm too nice to be a hater. Yeah. You're you enjoy liking things way too much to be a hater. I think I'm just a hater. I hate that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, getting it. <laughs> now there uh this episode also throws a little bone to the ladybug shippers out there um yeah okay yeah, i no, guess ruby and seconds. blake exchange dialogue is that yeah what they mean? do they do speak to each other a couple times <laughs> <laughs> i just that's not all 
always true. The main no, yeah, Blake did get some lines this week. The main four girls do not speak to each other that often, and when they do, I'm like, oh, this show's great. That's because they this. left the school, and now they're an adventuring party. Yeah, but they could speak to each other. <laughs> they have to speak to the other 27 characters on screen. <laughs> They, they actually, I don't know if you know this, they actually don't. They could not. <laughs> <laughs> they could have fewer characters in the show if they wanted. Where would the characters they have go? <laughs> they could kill them in some kind of apocalyptic event where a whale crashes into one of the major continents. I don't know. That they seems could, pretty far apart. They could, once a season, say, cut away to a desert where two guys who haven't been in the show for five years <laughs> are like, hey, we're here too, and then never be spoken of or again. Or cut to Glinda Goodwitch? <laughs> If, if if fucking Glinda Goodwitch and Coco Adele turn up in the next season of this show, it's the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> what if they don't? What if they, what if they show it three seasons from now? <laughs> <laughs> what if Glinda Goodwitch shows up in the next season of the show and then we get another ridiculous shot of like, oh, here's the adventuring party. It's like Team Ruby and Team Juniper and, or, well. <laughs> you know. um, and emerald and oscar and pira's force ghost and calavera the- <laughs> is just staying with the refugees at this point. and the cereal box and the aesops yeah and the happy huntresses we've we've ditched one character calavera is just gonna like at the end of this season they're gonna go see the refugee camp and calavera's like i'm gonna stay here yeah. and help them she, or she's, she's gonna say Haha, i've got a new ship see ya suckers yeah. She's just going to fly the Millennium Falcon for the rest of time. That's just, I love that that's for her. Life. That's great for her. What honestly. if she dies? What if she and Pietro die together in like a last stand? Oh, I don't think this show would do that. They might, but I don't... I, they can only kill teens? Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. Is like, I, think that I don't know. This... I mean, this episode ends with... Uh, wait. Am I right? Wait, what? Like Penny gets hacked at the end of this episode, right? Like she ends yes. this yes. episode under nefarious control, right? Yes. I think you know. I think you could construct an argument that Pietro might die to save Penny or something. Yeah, definitely. I could see that. That's what it's been building to ever since we found right. out yeah, that it, yeah. like her like resurrections are fueled by him giving up his yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Um, the part where. Putting the man's aura into a girl body makes it a girl aura is also, like, just completely unremarked upon. <laughs> Wait, are there... it's not been thought... I, I, it's, like, probably not been thought about, right? Like... like, it makes me question, like, does the vessel determine the gender of the aura? Like, the soul exists Wait, outside uh, of the body. Are auras gendered? Apparently not, because Pietro is a man. Yes, as far as we understand. The, the way you said it, like girl aura, was like a thing that I was supposed to remember <laughs> that like men and women just have different auras. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, women do be shopping, you know. Women like, do be. They shopping. They could make that a, a plot point. <laughs> that women they, be shopping. They did make it a plot point because the maiden powers right, move yes. toward women. The and they distinguish gender uh-huh. somehow uh-huh being not necessarily autonomous beings anymore uh-huh. just are the auras of the Ozpin and Salem's daughters so the 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 question coming to my mind that I don't want to ask is like 
if the gen if the auras are gendered, what's May's aura? <laughs> May being the trans character. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't think the genders their maybe, auras are gendered. Maybe that's saying that they are gendered and that she has a girl aura, but in a but in a different body. I this so is I don't think this is good. Episode eight. <laughs> Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Look, they could make it bad. They can uh, Rich Ruby, they can always make it bad. I don't oh, think I'm, they would. I'm well aware they could make it bad. I don't th- I don't think that they're gonna go down this specific path of No, they will it never bad. explicitly say anything about the existence of transness in the text of the show. They did. Someone said something about the existence of transness. Someone said I'm transgender into the camera. Mm. That's what she the did, that, that, yeah, I mean I, I don't know, it depends. We do this a lot on this show, I feel like. We sort of bandy about the word explicit, and it clearly means like a spectrum of things, right? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, episode eight. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll never do it in a way anyone can pin on them, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, Penny gets told that she has to go open the vault and then blow up. So, yeah, so Penny is like, she's got a, a whirlwind of magic going on, and she's struggling with being hacked or whatever and then Nora's like you don't you don't have to be what you you know you're not a gun be yeah. what you choose to be and she's like oh thanks that really helps and then it stops helping i guess yeah uh it's a really touching moment but i think it's like a little muddy like writing wise like it, i don't actually know what they're trying to say about it, penny there isn't it between penny and whitley what? Isn't Whitley the one who says it's only one part of you? No. Oh, that's, that's Nora. It's Nora. It's Nora. Okay. Nora, like, reaches up and is like, she's, like, conscious for, like, five seconds. It's like, you don't have to be controlled. And she's like, you're right, I don't have to be controlled. And then she's like, oh, I am a computer, though. Which I think, I I, I don't have yeah, any... You know. Yeah, it's like it was like a good moment, but just slightly weirdly paced with the rest of this scene went. Right? Yeah, maybe like slightly undercut when. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a good moment. Um, and um, what do we think of what do we think of Willow in this scene in this episode? I mean. She has had her crow moment, her like dramatic turning away from the alcohol to help the heroes. Yes, but I don't think. I don't think that she's going to be magically cured of alcoholism. I crow think crow was. Yeah, remember but, when Crow was in this show? Yes, but be, I mean Crow was in this show in this very episode. Yeah, right? he's in, in this the, episode. In the next one, the next one. I don't know. He's in. The, he's in these one of these. Allegedly, he was in episode eight, but like in it, like, we we can't spend the whole podcast complaining about there being too many characters, and then you be like this is dialectics. I like Ruby. <laughs> I'm not complaining that there's a lot of characters. I like that there's a lot of characters. Anyway, um, I don't think that she's going to be magically cured of alcoholism because I feel like it's like, I don't know, it's pretty realistic that somebody who struggles with addiction could set things aside for half an hour while trying to figure it out, even if they're not like, you know. I just think there's like minimal chance that she'll be in this show again after this episode. You know what, that's fair. Or she might be again in like six seasons. Or you know. she'll get she'll get like one or two more looks in before the end of this season, but then she's like gone. Maybe there'll be like a more yeah. As I, I'm yeah. saying this, I realize it's a ridiculous idea, but maybe there'll be like a short scene with like a more affirmative reconciliation between you know Weiss and Whitley and her mother, and maybe even her sister. Who knows? 
But then, oh, her sister's gonna be off dead. Again. You think Winter's she, gonna winter, die? Winter's marked for death. Oh yeah, probably. I she's, hadn't she's considered like, she's it. Refused but... to, she's refused to turn away from fascism too many times, right? So like, now she has to like. Now she has to turn away in a big dramatic moment. Yeah, right. But she's gonna blow up the whale. She's gonna blow up that whale. That's how they're what gonna is... kill at least one character. Is there by blowing up the whale? You think yeah. they're gonna kill Oscar? <laughs> no, they will definitely kill Hazel. Hey, yeah, Hazel. Oh, yeah, dead. he's like he's you know at the end of episode nine he's like dead, as in yeah. not right then and there, but like you're not expecting to see that character like you know. But just watch four <laughs> seasons from now he'll walk up in a cloak and he'll be like I'm even buffer. <laughs> <laughs> what is um. And I want to finish talking about episode 8 and start on episode 9, but I can't remember right now. What is Ironwood up to? What's he doing? Being oh, he's... In control. In yeah, controlling... He... Trying to hack Pennyos last we saw. Okay, right. Hacking through Winter, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not... I don't think he's in these episodes, but that's that's his influence. Yeah. Right, right. He's okay. The, he's, a gen- he's being a general. Yeah. He's, like, doing... Making other people do stuff for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that Grim with the big green glowing weak spot that's like a scorpion one and it cla- it captures Blake and Blake is like, Ruby, I don't know if you can hear me, but I need your help. And Ruby's like, I can hear you. And Slice, that was good. I'll say yeah, that Grim cool. looks cool as hell. Yeah. That Grim looks fucking cool. Um, In her uh, conversation with Ruby, Blake, like, d- just she says that, you know, she's talking about how Ruby inspires her and how... Uh, like she used to think, like I don't know. It's a, it's a really like, what am I trying to say here? Uh, this show's early history is slightly rocky, particularly with regards to things like Blake's backstory and motivation, right? And I think right. the way that she talks about like her struggle with idealism and uh, being, you know, being a strong person is, like, actually surprisingly well done, considering how, like, you know, normally any of us would say that the parts of the show which directly deal with her trying to be a strong person aren't very good. Like, (laughs) using that as, you know, sort of, like, texture for character motivation without, like, leaning too heavily on the detail, I think actually works pretty well. Yeah, and I feel like... I feel like this is a good springboard for, like, a future moment with Blake, where she's, like... Wants to be indecisive. She feels paralyzed by something and then thinks about Ruby and is like, oh, I'm going to, like, do the difficult thing or something. Like, right, I feel yeah. like, um, and I feel like it provides a good contrast to, like, Winter, who also, um, is always going to do something, um, is always going to be the decisive person, but Winter making decidedly terrible choices because right, she's yeah. deferring all of those choices to yeah, someone right. else. She's like she's fallen in line to, you know, fascism, which is yeah. like attractive if you suck, I guess. Yeah. Uh I don't think the show I think the show is trying to like contrast Ruby and Winter, but it's not very clear about that because they're not showing up in the same episodes. <laughs> um But that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um 
Does that do it for episode eight? Yeah, I was going to say, this episode, I, I remember this episode being good, but it's not very dense, you know? This no, episode no. Episode nine is very dense, I think. Episode nine's got stuff in it. Episode nine. Witch. Burn her. John, Yang, and Ren search for Oscar while Winter's forces hold off the Grimm. Oscar gains Hazel and Emerald's trust after they summon Jin, but they are overheard by Neo. Winter prepares to bomb the Monstra while Emerald helps Oscar te- reach John's group, but Salem intercepts them and reveals the lamp has been stolen. Though Hazel st- stalls Salem so the group can escape, Oscar stays and uses his magic to fight. I think it's fun that Neo... Here's the password to Jen, but she can't do anything with it because <laughs> she can't talk. I think that's a really good, just like dramatic irony thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's really good. Um, what if she talks off screen though? What if? Yeah. What if she summons Jen and we just don't see it? Because that would um, rule. If if Neo is implied to have talked off screen but never <laughs> talks on screen, that's very good. I think that would be great. I would. I would love that. Let me uh, look at her page and see if anybody's like asked at a at like a con. Yeah. If she's like just if she's nonverbal, if she's if she can't speak. Um. I um. So. Two, two things, first of all. The first... Well, yeah, no. The, the first thing, I guess, is that this episode... I look at my notes for this episode, and I see that there this is two separate times where I've noted down something that, like, stuck out to me as, like, ha-ha, this show did a dumb thing. And then I was like, oh, no, I actually got got, which I feel like almost never happens when I'm watching uh-huh. this show. Which is that... Uh, Yang's dialogue in the first half of the episode is what I what I, what I wrote down as Whedonified. She's like, you know, she's quipping a lot in a way that you might in a yeah, uh huh, in, in a comic book movie. And then fucking, they're like, stop making jokes all the time. You can be earnestly scared. And she's like, damn. And I was like, damn, I got a got. And then that was came, a really good moment. Yeah, <laughs> just Ren seeing through her is really yeah. good. And then again, when uh, they they get they get caught by Salem on the way out of the whale, and uh, Rob Zachney is like a, an unbelievably terrible liar. And I was like, why is he such a bad liar? But of course, he was an illusion. I also thought that I was like, did he? He seems like a guy who would plan ahead. Why did he not literally think of anything to say to Salem? And the end. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Uh, in the world of Ruby, the official companion, it is revealed <laughs> that the casting opportunity that Neo was created for uh, was going to be Sarah Silverman, though Neo was opted to have been made mute instead. Which... I also would make a character yeah. mute instead of casting <laughs> Sarah Silverman. <laughs> I choose to believe Sarah Silverman like recorded for the role, and they went. Nah. <laughs> I I have to imagine that it's like a we can't afford her. Let's just make it mute. let's just make Neo mute instead. Like I have to imagine that's what it actually was. But I would. What just... if she did audition though, and they were like, actually nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> actually, not speaking is better. The other thing I was going to say is that with regards to uh, them playing out the whole scene in the lamp room and then leaving and then. Neo just emerging from the walls. I just, I just really like it when a third faction just happens to be nearby when two other factions are, you know, messing with stuff. I like that. That's fun. Just, well, and for a half second, 
for a half second, because you just see Neo's eyes at first, I was like, oh, is that a Grim? Oh, no. And then it's Neo, and it's such a good... Like, that's yeah. so good. <laughs> um, uh, I, I mentioned it, you know, earlier, and I've mentioned it many... All of us have mentioned it many times on this podcast, but the capacity of Neo to emerge from literally anywhere in any scene, when used well, is great, and it is used well here. Can yeah. I give you some Neo lore? Please. Yes. Her semblance and how the illusions can be used to help her, like, leave a scene um, was created because Monty needed Roman and Neo to exit during painting the town, but having them escape was hard to animate, and it was decided <laughs> having them shatter instead would be easier. It also looked cooler, so... It yeah. looks cooler, but it's just like it was hard to animate <laughs> yeah. them getting away, so now Neo has the best ability in the show. <laughs> Pragmatism wins again, friends. I yeah. The other thing was that like I kind of forgot that Emerald has a similar semblance, and so like right, exactly that was another reason that I totally didn't get that. You know, uh, uh, Oscar could be disguised as I, I literally like the first time she's in that episode. I was like, what does Emerald do again in fights? Like, what's her <laughs> power? I couldn't remember. And then when it comes up in the episode, I was like, oh hell yeah. Um, this episode's, um, what do we think of Hazel's, like, the completion of Hazel's face turn, which has been, like, cooking this whole season? Yeah, so, okay, so, uh, we, I know we're not that high on Hazel as a character, and, you know, that's fair enough. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I will say that I am just, like, a mark for... Uh, like angry anime man, like becomes monstrous in service to his like grief. However stupid that grief may be, right? Well, like, especially if he is doing so for the sake of children, right? Yeah, this, exactly. This yeah. episode is definitely where I have liked Hazel the best. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it works really well here. But um, I will say the the one part where it's really funny, like I think it actually carries off pretty well for a character that we've sort of like not really been that invested in and, you know, have sort of like laughed about a bit. Uh, the one part where it really like falls apart the most is when he punches Salem in the teeth. She, she mm-hmm. flies away and then she turns around and she says, I guess you've given up on revenge for your dead sister, huh? After all this time. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you kind of have just like t- about turned on your whole motivation. Just... I thought, I thought that he was gonna say like, I realized this is getting revenge for my dead sister or something. I thought he was gonna say, I realized that you were responsible for her death. Say, I mean, that's ca- but, that is kind of what he's saying. But of more he's of what he's saying is. <laughs> Like I've decided I'm to have t- her motivation instead of my own. This is I'm I am performing my role as the revenge seeker, where now I have changed to doing what they would have wanted. Yeah. It's oh, like, I'm gonna put seven crystals in this time. Also, um, so, but, but that that's cool is the thing when he puts cool. the seventh crystal in and it causes him more pain. That's it's, that's good writing. <laughs> it's cool when. You have like you you reveal your uh, your betrayal by punching God. Yeah, this and, is also and you punch like bits of her face out and it turns to oil. That rules. This is what I was gonna say is that like the other thing that's great about Hazel in this scene is that he because him and Salem like him less so, but because they're both pretty fucking strong, they're pretty indestructible. You get a like 
some opportunities for some, like, light body horror. Like, nothing, yeah. like, over the top. But, like, every time Salem's face fucking melts and she has to, like, stitch it back together. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that's yeah. my shit. <laughs> it, happens as, it happens as well earlier in the scene when, like, Salem turns up. You know, she explodes through the wall. Something weird happens to the frame rate. But then she, uh, like, she starts attacking the main crew before Hazel turns up. And Yang, yeah. like rushes her and plants a bunch of grenades in, like, her body, and it explodes. Yeah! Snaps her spine back, and all of this, like, you know... like Bones are twisting in the wrong direction. Exactly. It looks really, really cool. But But then she doesn't actually have bones in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not, like... It's not intense. I I think it's, like, the appropriate level of body horror for what this show is, Mm. but, um... I... I, It's just good shit. It's just good shit. It's really good. Mm. Um, Oscar thoughts. So I, what, that's what's, what the ha- what's happening at the end here? I feel like I was meant to understand why he gets his cane and is able to do meaningful damage to Salem. I, I guess just because they're the two actually evenly matched ones here. Everybody else is like punching th- God and think, he's God punching God. I think there is not an answer yet. Right. Because... It's just been hinted at that, oh, well, since we don't have our cane, our options are limited. Yeah, yeah, and so he I... mentions in, like, volume five how special and, and unique yeah. his cane is. And it's just like, okay, now we might learn why his cane is cool. Okay, sure. I, I, I definitely caught that plant, but I wasn't sure if there was, apart from that thing from season five, which I do vaguely also remember, I wasn't sure if there was something about, like, a ceiling technique that I've missed or something. You know, something no. that he would do. I know that it does the green orb just like in Volume 3 and in last season. Right. But also Oscar being afraid to use magic because he feels himself becoming like one with uh, Ozpin every time he does. I feel like this is going to resolve in such a way that Oscar gets to stick around. I hope so. I don't know what that, I don't know how it's going to shake out, but I feel like, I, I guess like Ozpin says in this episode, like, we need to try something new. We need to try something different because I've just tried keeping the four relics apart for centuries and it's brought us here. In this episode? Yeah. No, he's talking about sowing division. He says division. He's yeah. talking about turning Hazel against the rest of the yeah. evil guys. He's saying that That's we need, what to, we need to try something about. else because your you, Oscar's plan of sowing division in Salem's forces to get us out of this exact situation is not working. Oh, I thought he was talking about my plan broadly of dividing the Ozpin world. I will not admit he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought he was saying that his plan of dividing the world up is no longer working, and he needs to try something new. And because he doesn't want to divide the world, Salem wants to divide the world. He wants what? to unite everyone. He wants to unite Salem. them. Yes. <laughs> We've done this before. Have we done this? We've done this. Okay. Unite them. Unite them. <laughs> so, anyway. The thing about this, I guess, is that I don't know if this show is the show to do it, but, like, as a, you know, like, fictive device, uh, two characters becoming one character is of great interest to me. Like, I like that when it is mm-hmm. good. I don't know if it would be good at Ruby. I don't know if they'll go for it, but like having to, like having a character go through, like, I mean, you know, he he's clearly laid out right that, you know, there is this powerful magic that he doesn't want to have to use because it will, you know, 
blend his identity with an identity of someone he doesn't, you know, somebody else who may be evil, right? Yeah. Mm. Like, he's clearly laid out that that's a choice he doesn't want to have to make. So, you know, will he have to make that choice or will he just grapple with it and decide against it? Who knows? But uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something I'd be interested to see for sure. Yeah, I um, I feel like this is. I feel like they put so much work into Oscar as a character that I don't think that they would want to just have him like be sublimated into Osman at this point, and so I'm excited right. to see where that goes. Right, well, they're that's gonna. What oh, sorry, you go ahead. They're gonna merge into one being, and he's gonna age up ten years and be one of the adults. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> they're gonna give him a costume change. He's gonna have a beard. I don't think. I don't think. I think they will have, even if Oscar ages up, I I think that they're probably going to end up having two distinct personalities in that same body, because okay. I just, I, See, like, I think, I hope that Rooster Teeth is invested in Oscar such that they wouldn't want to just, like, toss that out. See, like, the scene I am envisioning is the gang are in serious trouble, and... They're out of options, and Oscar, you know, puts the lives of his friends ahead of his own, and he uses the magic, and he saves them, and then the smoke clears, and everyone's like, thanks so much, Oscar. And Oscar, like, looks the same, acts the same, but he says something in the way that Ospin would have said it, to, to you know, to signify that some lasting change has been d- inflicted there, you know? I'll just stop having the guy do Ospin voice. Yeah, right. But, like, he maybe picks up some, like, verbal tics or something, you know? He stands up straight and puts his hand behind his back sometimes. That's all right. That was, <laughs> I, I was... That's all right. You know what? Ruby was good fucking TV this week because we got to, like, minute 19 and there's this big flash. And I was like, oh, no, don't end. I want to know what happens right, next. Yeah, like, exactly. I was just upset that the episode was ending. because so I was like, oh, shit. I want to know what's going on next. You know? What else like, that's an exciting place to be in with a TV show. That's what you want from a TV show you're watching week to week. Uh, the you militarization know? of funk happens in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that also happens, yes. This, this, this sucked. I hated this. In, a, in an otherwise fantastic work. episode, having, having your fucking trench warfare scene beset by people with magic trumpets killing the fucking... Ugh. <laughs> One of them has a magic trumpet, and the other is named Neon Cat. <laughs> Neon Cat, and do you know his name? We've been over this a dozen times, and I can't remember. It's Flint Cole. I know because I'm looking at it on the screen right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's two things that are black, <sighs> and and he's black. <laughs> Flint is black, right? It's not just in Minecraft? Yes. (laughs) Anyway. um, We also get, but like, and and this is like, it's it's the fact that the rainbow trumpet imagery is within the same shot as like, you know, like World War One, War is Hell imagery, right? You have all of these these kids (laughs) up against a trench wall. The fucking Aesop's fucking, you know, somersault over the top and say, we're going to go, do some, <laughs> so we're gonna go do some magic kung fu. And then they're like, 
right, we gotta go. And they, they crawl over the top, like in fucking Blackadder. And they then... crawl over the top and then do magic kung fu! Yeah, they crawl over the top like in fucking Blackadder. And then the other guy does the Starship Troopers bit, where he's like, they're just kids, man. They're just kids. And then Winter is like, look... We're all kids, <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, so I looked up Marrow on the on the on the wiki. He's, he's lists his age as eighteen to twenty one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so Marrow is like they're just kids. The, also, the funny, the other funny thing here is that like this is some Ruby season one type shit because you get a row, you get two rows of like 20 soldiers and all of them have helmets on except the team funky <laughs> people that we know, which yeah. is really funny. <laughs> anyway, um, so Marrow is like, they're just kids. And then um, I kind of agreed with her. The, the girl with the big hammer, that's not Nora. Does she have a big hammer? I don't remember. What, I don't remember what her deal is. Jetpack hammer, yeah. Yeah, and she, like, can make her feet really strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the barefoot girl. Uh, barefoot buff girl. She's like, Marrow, shut the hell up, we're trying not to die. And I was kind of with her a little bit. Like, yes, they are kids. Yes, I do have moral objections to this. But also, we can't have a debate about this right now. There's millions of Grimm going to kill us. Damn. One, one, a quarter of newbie in favor of child soldiers. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> in favor of child soldiers if evil monsters are invading you. Damn. And they're... What if, they what have... if instead of the evil monsters it was a state? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would be not in favor of that then. It's a very specific... Evil monsters, and also they've been training for the last decade to be child soldiers anyway. <laughs> and also, the people saying they're just children are also children. This is extremely, this is extremely Bright Noah being like, they're just kids, even though Bright Noah is 24. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody under 25 is irrelevant. Nobody over 25 is relevant to, like... The events of this world. Yeah. Unless they are over 2,500 <laughs> was, years old. I was going to say, is, is Ironwood 24? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking watch. I, I think Ironwood's like 35. That's my guess. James Ironwood. James Ironwood. Uh, can he's I, tall. Can I, can I tell you something? He's 6'6"? Uh, six, yeah. Six? yeah. What? Ironwood is 6'6". Six, six. Okay, that's not what I thought you said, but okay. Uh, so, yeah, can I tell you something? And it's that uh, when the prison wall exploded uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning of whichever episode it happens in. Was mm-hmm. it eight? Did we decide it was eight? It was eight. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's you know, Cinder coming to get Watts out. I guess, I guess Crow and uh, Hill, Robin Hill, just escaped, mm-hmm. I guess. But, uh, Question mark? I, it, the wiki says that they're all knocked unconscious. Oh, okay. That was that was oh. another thing, right? Like, if they were all knocked unconscious, that makes that scene even weirder because Cinder extremely leaves without killing the prison guards or indeed, you know, the other plot relevant characters who may have been in that uh, prison. Yeah, I I wish the show was a little clearer about because, like, also by the time 
The first scene of the episode is Cinder blowing up the wall, and then the last scene of the episode is Cinder being like, oh, I've got you, Watts. And there were enough things happened between that and episode eight that I was like, "Yeah, what's Cinder doing? Who? Why? What? So, this and- is what I was going to say, is that when that wall exploded, the camera focuses in on a black feathered bird, and I started marking mm-hmm. out because I thought Raven was here. She's not. Was it not Raven? I thought it was Raven. Wait, what? I then, also forgot why about the wall this. explode if it wasn't Cinder? No, Cinder is also there, but she has a portal with Cinder. Right, what? she has a portal with Cinder! Yeah. What? <laughs> she made a bond with Cinder to be able to betray her brother. Like two, three seasons ago, she has a oh. she has one of her portals is set for Cinder. Oh, I'm way out of out of memory <laughs> so on that one. She yeah. ha- she can teleport to people that she has a particular bond with, and we know that she has one for Ty, one for Crow, one for Yang. Right. And at the end of that season, we know that she made one for Cinder. Oh, okay. That's that. Is so if if Cinder blows memory. up that wall, Raven can be there. I keep forgetting, because the first time I watched this episode, I was like, holy shit, Raven's gonna be in here. And then episode 9 is about, like, other characters, which is is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But because I watched an episode where different things happened, I totally forgot that Raven showed up. Maybe, Raven maybe has showed up. Right, okay, so okay, so that, that I guess is what I'm saying then. If yeah. this happens at the beginning of the episode and we get this visual indicator that Raven is going to have been there and then at the end of the episode, none of the other people in that scene are there and Cinder gets Watts out of the prison. Like, you can understand why I'm confused here. Yes, yes. I am very... I think they could have... I think they were... I think they thought they were being clear about something and I didn't... I, I was not clear on it. Well, like from That's from, from from Nora saying that, I can like I can see that takeaway from that scene, right? But I totally didn't get it because I don't know. Yeah, we're we're watching the scene now. So there's a hole in the wall. Robin Hill wakes up, so she's not unconscious. There is a bird there, <laughs> and then we're not going to see these characters again for fifteen minutes, or at all. So yeah. Right? I assume we're not going to see them. Um, on, I assume we'll see them in episode ten. I assume yeah, that's what's going to happen. But this does look like the bird model here does look like the bird model that looks Nora like has a just pulled up on. Version. Yeah, it does look like a new new season version of um, the bird model that we've seen before for Raven. Because yeah, we haven't seen Raven since five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I uh, assume that. At the Raven. I want them to make As a... to why Cinder and Raven would be working together after their last meeting was them fighting to the death, that's another question. I mean, I could just... She oh, might just pocket. still have the portal about, you know? Yeah, she might just be like, oh, I. it sounds like something's going on in Atlas, or I have something I want in Atlas, or... Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel we, like there's any Last number. we saw, she went to visit Ty after her fight. So we don't know anything that's gone on. Oh, that reminded me. They fucking. They fucking. <laughs> um, two things. One, which is just that, like, looking at Raven, I was like, damn, I really want them to make a Ruby fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I was going to say is that in this episode, um, Yang calls uh, Summer Rose her mother, and I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Which, if anything, is maybe more of a hint that uh, Raven is about to be back if someone is... Yeah. If... <laughs> I guess. What are you... I got a very good piece of fan art here. It appears to be... Ruby? Question mark? I, I don't know who this character is. Spraying crow in bird form with a water bottle that's labeled Bronwyn Vibe Checker. <laughs> <laughs> This might be a young raven because Ozpin has dark hair. Yeah, I think this is young raven. But the idea of a spray bottle called the Bronwyn Vibe Checker is very good. <laughs> you can, like, post it? Or... Uh, sure. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, anything else for episode 9? When Palpatine went, and then all the lightning went up into the sky. It was pretty cool. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. I can make Star Wars jokes too. They fly now. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Do we know. have who's Hoobie? Yeah. Oh shit. Do. Who's Hoobie? All right. That's for you to find out. Who is Hoobie? Is this character a Faunus? No. Did this character make their first appearance before the end of season three? Yes. Right. Is this character male? No. Alright. Is wait, wait, I wasn't I wasn't listening. What was the answer? No Autumn, what was the answer to are they a four? <laughs> Not a Faunus, female before the end of season three. Right, okay. I said that this character was not male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, you said that this character is not male. Yes. Okay. I didn't say that this character was female. Okay. I'm just clarifying. I'm just saying yeah, that yeah. only two genders exist in the world of Ruby. I'm clipping that. <laughs> <laughs> you may continue with your questions. Uh, do we see this character participate in any fight scenes? Yes. So the dog is out. <laughs> um, Dogs have gender. <laughs> um, um, is this character a student? No. Okay, so who could this be? This could be this could be Winter. This could be Raven. Uh, could this be Raven? I don't think this could be Raven. Unless she could, sh like, unless she has a cameo. That the scene that she appears in is it volume two or three? In three, when Crow is fighting Winter. Wait, what? Oh, she shows up on the train in season two, and she's yeah. also present during a fight scene between uh, Crow and Winter at the beginning right. of season three. I wait. I asked if this character participated in a fight scene, didn't I? Or yeah, I yes. asked if they appeared. Okay, right, sure. But yeah, I, I was like, you can maybe like make a fringe argument for that train scene, right? But I think I think I'm okay not guessing. I mean, even. she doesn't make an attack in that scene. No, no. Well, she uses a sword. <laughs> yeah, that's an attack. <laughs> but continue. You have five questions left. So, okay, major what? fights, seasons one through three. Uh, Is Glenda Goodwitch in a fight? <laughs> but, hey, stop it. 
<laughs> Literally, yes, that's how she's introduced. Yeah, Glenda, right. yeah okay. she, also she so, appears in multiple fights later, or at least one. So later. possibilities are Glenda, Winter, did we rule out Raven? I wasn't clear on that. I, I mean, I'm okay not starting Raven, but we might guess Raven if we get particularly desperate later on. Yeah. Um, other people who aren't students in the first three seasons... Are there um, any me named members of the White Fang in the first three seasons? Adam is, <laughs> is not a woman. Adam's not a woman. Okay. <laughs> Cross that off she, the list. <laughs> she, her, Adam's a race. <laughs> also, Adam is a faunus. <laughs> the first thing you asked was whether or not this character was a faunus. <laughs> which, which is why we're not guessing Adam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got we've got Glenda, we've got Neo, we've got uh, oh yeah, Neo. Maybe maybe Raven if we're desperate. Uh, <laughs> just like Ty. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> This pitch. Ty deserves nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible dad. Glinda, Winter, Neo, Raven. Any other? Not Faunus. Not women. Uh, Cinder, <laughs> right? Cinder. Cinder is posing as a student in the first. Oh yeah, no, I guess she. No, I think she counts as a student, right? She like. Actually, I feel like she actually enrolls at the school, or like has at least falsified credentials to be at the school, right? She has falsified credentials yeah, to be at the school. From Leo, we get that later. Yeah, the, Leo made it legit. I think. I think in the eyes of Who's Whoby, that makes her a student. Mm -hmm. I run Who's Whoby. <laughs> First of all, I know, and no. I'm telling you what I think about. <laughs> your idea you have five questions left. I'm, I'm aware of that. Right. We've got five possibilities. Four if we don't count Cinder. Yeah. Three so if we don't count Raven. We have too many. We have too many to guess. Is what I'm saying. Two if you don't count Neo. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we have too many to guess. We need to find some other way to split this group. Um. Uh. Hmm. I. I my first thought is to ask, does this character appear in season one? I wasn't actually asking that. Okay. But I would have to have a more, like, cohesive knowledge in my yeah. head of so, what yeah. characters show I, up when. I think, yeah, I think that doesn't gain us very much information, and also neither of us has a particularly strong grasp on the differences between seasons one, two, and three, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe y'all don't. Yeah, the that's people, why, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll, that's why they said playing. neither of us. <laughs> they didn't get to play that card both None of us. Time. They said neither. <laughs> you have five questions left. <laughs> Nora's gonna become the Joker. We live Could this be Emerald? Society. I'm just throwing that out there. Does she count as a student? I think if well, I think if Cinder counts as a student, Emerald counts as yeah. a student, right? If yeah, if Cinder counts. I'm gonna just do it. Is it winter? No. Okay. You have four questions. I can't I cannot believe you. <laughs> We've learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. I've learned nothing. You've learned a lot. <laughs> um. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We got. We got Glenda. We got Neo. We got. Are there any other major fight scenes in the first part of this show? 
I, I think I've gone through everything in my head. Like, I can think of other fight scenes, but not with any other new characters who aren't yeah. students. Nora is, like, her head is in her hands. This is the problem with recording in person, is that I have to... I'm not good at making a poker face, so every time I do a who's hoobie, I have to hide my face so that I don't give you clues. <laughs> okay. Um, that's that's a bluff, by the way. Like, <laughs> it was in our hands because we've, like, missed something obvious, I'm sure. Um, I'm just gonna guess another person. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like I'm playing this game at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Glinda Goodwitch? No! <laughs> Fuck you have three questions left! You you asked him. I'm out of here. <laughs> Godspeed you, my friend. Is it Raven? No. <laughs> when's when's, when's already coming back on this show? Fucking hell. <laughs> Is it Cinder? No. <laughs> You have no more questions. Oh, guess, guess I won't ask Nora how she's doing. Where can people find you online, Curly? <laughs> Where can people submit their applications to replace Autumn on Who's Whoopie segments? <laughs> what is the, is it just exportaudio at gmail.com? Exportaudiopodcast at Exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. If you if you if you feel like you can split a group of elements into two without just asking if it's each one of those elements, you might be good for this show. If you had asked, does this character appear in season one? That would have ruled out Glinda Goodwinch. That would have ruled out. We uh, we went over this. We don't know who's no. where. <laughs> Amber, was anyway. a, Amber was a good one, though. That was a good one. Uh, okay, I guess if, <laughs> after all that, you are interested in finding me online, uh, you can do so at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace or twitch.tv slash curl e brace with no underscores where I stream video games with these lovely people and yeah. myself occasionally. Mm -hmm. Uh, we do a, a Spelunky chat show with Autumn called The Cozy Cave, and we're doing a roguelike uh, historical... Uh, we're just doing a show where we play roguelikes? On... Yeah, we just... Yeah. It's called Roguelikers. We like yeah, Rogue. We like Rogue. As we, we played it recently, it was good. Yeah. We ate shit. We just died and died and died. But 
We yeah, we got we got further by not trying than by trying, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's kinda how these go sometimes. Uh yeah, so that'll alternatingly be on the, the Export Audio YouTube channel and my Twitch channel. So uh yeah, what about you? Where can people find I mean, you online? I was just gonna say it's you know Roguelikes and Battle Royales have a kind of a similar like pattern. Wait, are we, like, gonna, are we gonna play Apex Legends on Roguelikers? I don't know if I I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about, like, sometimes you do better by not getting too bogged down and focusing on what you're doing and when and how, you know? Sometimes you just kind of vibe and you'll do better. I think that's just, like, flow states in play in general, you know? Well, I thought I sounded smart. (laughs) Um, Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on... That's t- nice. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the stuff I do at NoraBlake.online. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle off a list of ten URLs picked at random and ask all of them if that's their Twitter app. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you online? No. <laughs> you can find Autumn at autumnal underscore coffee. You should follow them and never tweet at them. But you should listen to Hot Singles, which Hot is my singles. best podcast. Wow. <laughs> Damn. What's the URL for that one? Did you, did you Export odd.io slash hot singles. What's the one for... Because when I type in export odd.io slash export video, I just get patreon.com slash export video, which is not a real thing. Um, export okay. odd, odd.io slash YouTube, maybe? I should set up slash export video or slash... Patreon.com slash YouTube. Um, try exportodd.io slash video. Exportodd.io slash video. There it is. Okay. Exportodd.io slash video. Slash video. Um, I haven't been doing much on YouTube yet lately, so I don't know why you brought that up. Other than the Cozy Cave, but that's on Curly's channel. No, I was just double checking. Are you sure that the URL you gave is? Yeah, should be able to find most of our podcasts by going to exportaw.io and then just whatever inspires you. Um, it will probably work. I think exportaw.io slash champions. I might have set up. I don't know if this is true, but I might have set up exportaw.io slash second best game club. <laughs> That one, you'd be... No, you didn't. I didn't set that it, up. You could also just type in the second best game dot club and you'd find... Journal updated. Yeah. Which is my podcast. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. You just did this. You already did this. I'm going to do it for real. Okay. Find my stuff at norablake.online. The second best game dot club is journal updated, which is a podcast about video games that, where you make choices. We're going to record this week. We were going to record last week, but then I didn't finish the video game in time, so we delayed it. Do be like that sometimes. I do. Ruby like that. (laughs) (laughs) Are we done here? Uh, What do we say to them, folks? Keep it Rubio. Rubio. Keep it Rubio. This is the only show I do where we have a sign-off.
this They see you as just a child Surprise when they find out that a warrior will soon run wild Prepare for your greatest moments Prepare for your finest hour The dream that you've always dreamed is Romantic life of fairy tale that's full of charm. Beware.